You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 27. We're continuing in the book of Job. Job has lost everything, but he has not denounced God. And now his friends are coming to visit him. And just like if you reach certain disaster and your friends went to go see you, each friend would have a slightly different perspective on the situation. And in this case, we get to hear from his friend Eliphaz. And they say that Eliphaz comes from Edom, and the Edomites were known for their wisdom. And one thing that Eliphaz, his, basically his whole point, is that this doesn't happen to righteous people. So there must be some hidden or secret sin that Job never confessed. And that's why all this calamity has happened. And then we see Job's response that, no, I am innocent. But because he's innocent and yet still calamity strikes, he just feels like dying. And he expresses this. To God. We're also continuing in the book of Matthew. Jesus teaches a hard lesson about divorce. And of course, this is a legal argument that the Pharisees are challenging Jesus on. Maybe they just want to see how well Jesus knows the law and seeing if Jesus knows all the loopholes. But Jesus quotes God himself and uses that to support his argument regarding divorce. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Job 4. Eliphaz speaks. Eliphaz from Taman answered i must say something would it upset you if i speak job you've taught many people you encourage those who were ready to quit your words helped those who were ready to fall you gave strength to those who could not stand by themselves but now trouble comes to you and you are discouraged trouble hits you and you are upset you worship god you trust him. You are a good man, so let that be your hope. Can you think of any innocent person who was ever destroyed? Do you know of any place where good people are punished? Yes, I have seen people whose lives were cut short, but they were evil troublemakers. They lost the breath God gave them. They were cut off from his breath of life. They were like roaring lions, like growling lions with broken teeth, like a lioness that cannot find prey. They died and their cubs starved to death. I happened to hear a message. My ears caught a whisper of it, like a bad dream in the night. It ruined my sleep. It frightened me and I trembled down to my bones. A spirit passed by my face. The hair on my body stood up. The spirit stood still, but I could not see what it was. A shape stood before my eyes and there was silence. 
heard a quiet voice. A person cannot be more right than God. People cannot be more pure than their maker. Look, God cannot even trust his heavenly servants. He sees faults even in his angels. So surely people are worse. They live in houses of clay built on dust. They can be crushed as easily as a moth. From dawn to sunset, people are destroyed. They die, gone forever. And no one even notices. The ropes of their tent are pulled up and they die before gaining wisdom. Job 5. Job, call out if you want and see if anyone answers. But to which of the angels will you turn? A fool's anger will kill him. His jealousy will destroy him. I saw a fool who thought he was safe, but suddenly he died. There was no one to help his children. No one defended them in court. Hungry people ate all his crops, even the grain growing among the thorns, and greedy people took all he had. Bad times don't come up from the dirt. Trouble does not grow from the ground. People are born to have trouble, as surely as sparks rise from a fire. If I were you, I would turn to God and tell him about my problems. People cannot understand the wonderful things God does. His miracles are too many to count. He sends rain all over the earth and waters the fields. He raises up the humble and makes sad people happy. He spoils the plans of even the smartest people so that they will not succeed. He catches those who think they are wise in their own clever traps and brings to an end their evil plans. Daylight will be like darkness for them. Even at noon, they will have to feel their way as in the dark. God saves the poor from the hurtful words of the wicked. He saves them from those who are powerful. So the poor have hope. God shuts the mouths of those who would cause them harm. You are fortunate when God corrects you. So don't complain when God all-powerful punishes you. God might injure you, but he will bandage those wounds. He might hurt you, but his hands also heal. He will save you again and again. No evil will harm you. God will save you from death when there is famine. He will protect you from the sword when there is war. People might say bad things about you with their sharp tongues, but God will protect you. You will not be afraid when bad things happen. He will laugh at destruction and famine. He will not be afraid of wild animals. And it is as if you have a peace treaty with the wild animals and the rocks in the field. You will live in peace because your tent is safe. You will count your property and find nothing missing. You will have many children. They will be as many as the blades of grass on the earth. You will be like the wheat that grows until harvest time. Yes, you will live to a ripe old age. We have studied this and know it is true. So listen to us and learn for yourself. Job chapter six. 
Job answers Eliphaz. Then Job answered, I wish my suffering could be weighed and all my trouble be put on the scales. They would be heavier than all the sand of the sea. This is why my words are so crazy. God all-powerful has shot me with his arrows. My spirit feels their poison. God's terrible weapons are lined up against me. Even a wild donkey does not complain when it has grass to eat. And a cow is quiet when it has food. Food without salt does not taste good. And the white of an egg has no taste. I refuse to touch that kind of food. It makes me sick. I wish I could have what I ask for. I wish God would give me what I want. I wish he would crush me. I wish he would go ahead and kill me. Then I would be comforted by this one thing. Even through all this pain, I never refused to obey the commands of the Holy One. With my strength gone, I have no hope to go on living. With nothing to look forward to, why should I be patient? I am not strong like a rock. My body is not made from bronze. I don't have the power to help myself because all hope of success has been taken away from me. Friends should be loyal to you in times of trouble, even if you turn away from God all-powerful. But I cannot trust you, my friends. You are like a stream with no water except when it floods. In the winter, the stream runs deep with melting ice and snow. But when it is hot and dry, the water stops flowing and the stream disappears. It twists and turns along the way and then disappears into the desert. Traders from Tema search for it. Travelers from Sheba hope to find it. They are sure they can find water, but they will be disappointed. Now, you are like those streams. You see my troubles and are afraid. But have I ever asked you to help me or to offer a bribe for me from your wealth? No, and I have never said, save me from my enemies or save me from those who are cruel. So now teach me and I will be quiet. Show me what I have done wrong. Honest words are powerful, but your arguments prove nothing. Do you plan to criticize me? Will you speak more tiring words? Are you the kind of people who would gamble for orphans or sell out your own friends? Now look me in the face and see that I am telling the truth. That's enough. Stop being so unfair. Think again, because I am innocent. I am not lying. I know right from wrong. Job chapter seven. People have a hard struggle on earth. 
Their life is like that of a hired worker. They're like a slave looking for cool shade or a hired worker waiting for payday. Month after frustrating month has gone by, I have suffered night after night. When I lie down, I think, how long before it's time to get up? The night drags on. I toss and turn until the sun comes up. My skin is covered with worms and scabs. It is cracked and covered with sores. My days pass by faster than a weaver's shuttle, and my life will end without hope. God, remember my life is like a breath. I will not get a second chance to enjoy it. Those who see me now will never see me again. You watch me for a while, but then I am gone. Just as clouds that come and go, people are put in the grave, never to rise again. They don't come back to their old homes. The people there would not know them. So, I will not be quiet. I will let my suffering spirit speak. I will let my bitter soul complain. Am I one of your enemies? Is that why you put a guard over me? My bed should bring me comfort. My couch should give me rest and relief. But when I lie down, you scare me with dreams. You frighten me with visions. So I would rather be choked to death than to live like this. I hate my life. I give up. I don't want to live forever. Leave me alone. My life means nothing. God, why are people so important to you? Why do you even notice them? Why do you visit them every morning and test them at every moment? You never look away from me or leave me alone for a second. You're always watching us. If I sinned, would that hurt you? Why have you made me your target? Have I become a problem for you? Why don't you just pardon me for doing wrong? Why don't you just forgive me for my sins? Soon I will die and be in my grave. You will search for me, but I will be gone. Matthew 19, 1 through 15. After Jesus said all these things, he left Galilee. He went into the area of Judea on the other side of the Jordan River. Many people followed him. Jesus healed the sick people there. Some Pharisees came to Jesus. They tried to make him say something wrong. They asked him, Is it right for a man to divorce his wife for any reason he chooses? Jesus answered, Surely you have read this in the scriptures. When God made the world, he made people male and female. And God said, That is why a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two people will become one. So they are no longer two, but one. God has joined them together, so no one should separate them. The Pharisees asked, Then why did Moses give a command 
allowing a man to divorce his wife by writing a certificate of divorce. Jesus answered, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives because you refused to accept God's teaching. But divorce was not allowed in the beginning. I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except for the problem of sexual sin and marries another woman, is guilty of adultery. The followers said to Jesus, If that is the only reason a man could divorce his wife, it is better not to marry. He answered, This statement is true for some, but not for everyone, only for those who have been given this gift. There are different reasons why some men don't marry. Some were born without the ability to produce children. Others were made that way later in life. And others have given up marriage because of God's kingdom. This is for anyone who is able to accept it. Then the people brought their little children to Jesus so that he could lay his hands on them to bless them and pray for them. When the followers saw this, they told the people to stop bringing their children to him. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them because God's kingdom belongs to people who are like these children. After Jesus blessed the children, he left there. Psalm 17, one through five, a prayer of David. Lord, hear my prayer for justice. I'm calling loudly to you. I am being honest in what I say. So please listen to my prayer. You will make the right decision because you can see the truth. You were with me all night and looked deep into my heart. You questioned me and found that I did not say or do anything wrong. Unlike most people, I have obeyed your commands. So I have never been like those who are cruel and evil. I have followed your way. My feet never left your path. Thank you, everyone. That was day 27. Join us for day 28. Job's second friend comes up, and his name is Bildad. And he's going to argue that, hey, God is fair. But then Job will respond to that and offers to complain freely. And in the book of Matthew, a rich man, a man who has it all, goes up to Jesus and asks, what does he need to do to have eternal life? And we'll find that money can't buy everything, especially eternal life. Join us to learn what Jesus tells him he must do. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.